It's time for testimonies. Today is Thanksgiving Sunday, so we have a few more testimonies than usual. A few more. So I want us to put our hands, you know, we have grouped them. So the first group of testimonies we are going to listen to are people who have been saved from sudden death and have, have had divine escapes. You know, our father and our mother have been praying for us that no evil will befall us, that nothing bad will happen to us, that we are escaping from leopard spirits and lion spirits. And these people are here to testify. So I want us to invite Etonam, Kipo, Roland, Lena and Rejoice. very quickly now. Tell us what happened to you. Okay, on Thursday, I was trying to do something and then as I was crossing the road at the gate, uh, a sudden car from nowhere just crossed me. So I just jumped and I felt that I just got saved because I didn't know what was happening. So I want to thank God so much for saving my life. Wow, she said she had the accident at gate. We have all been passing there. We know that the road is very dangerous. People get knocked down there all the time and they also have funerals there all the time. You know, you have to really appreciate God. I want us to invite Kipo to come and share his testimony with us. Hi, I'm Kipo, part of the crowd. <laughs> yeah, so my, on, my testimony is about on Tuesday after Tuesday service, I just went back home and I had, a str- I had something to work on, but normally I work in my room, but I had a strong feeling to move to mine living room to work so i went to the living room to work so i work around to four o'clock and i went back to my room when i got back to my room my sliding window had been open and i was i was bored because i was upset many mosquitoes have entered into the room so that was my cry so i just closed it and i went i went back to sleep so early in the morning when i got up to go to work as soon as i came out then the landlady faced me like why is it that strong men are in there i don't know why she thought we were a part of this like, why is that strong men are in their house and thieves came around i was like oh i didn't know and she was telling me or she was posting me about the fact that thieves came and even my neighbors just took their laptops phones and everything and so it was there they done on me so the opening of the window was just to and i always sleep with my laptop like everywhere I am, my laptop is by me wait so what you're saying that if you had slept by the window as you usually do you would have been robbed take my laptop my phone all of them are very expensive guys. <laughs> yeah my, my laptop especially is a very expensive laptop i use so <laughs> he came to give a testimony about this laptop if you remember some time ago yes that's the one very very yeah so i will have me i don't know i don't know when i'll get money to buy another one like that and that's the only thing i work with so i want to thank god let's believe in the prayers of our fathers like anything he says take it personal personalize it and let me make it work for you it's working the prayers are actually working and i know if you believe it you will see yours amen put your hands together as we welcome roland to share testimony with us it seems roland has a fan club Hello, my name is Roland. I'm from the Film Stars. Uh, actually, I want to thank God for delivering me from an attack far from it. Actually, it was during the mid-same week and I was escorting a friend after studies and all of a sudden we have this kind of friendly argument on the way, so she said she's parting ways with me. I insisted, but please, I beg. 
I, I insisted, but she was like, oh, it's okay. So I went only to realize a few weeks later, she told me that on her way, she was attacked by certain people. They were chasing after her, and God being so good, he sent a helper to help her. What makes it actually a miracle was that they are wearing chalotes, and the chalotes, one was half torn. So, <laughs> you guys do understand. Yesterday, I saw somebody whose slippers had torn. The person was walking like this. You can't run away from an arm robber when your shoe is torn. Ah. Actually, he has, uh, he has best described how I was working. <laughs> Uh, and moreover, I was carrying a bag with a laptop in addition, and the books were so many. I didn't, I didn't, and the way the place was, so it wasn't a, a smooth ground. Very, very rough. I couldn't, I'm not sure I could have run over there, but then God saved me through an unpleasant way. I didn't expect that we would have a, a, an argument and God would uh, separate us. And I, was, I, I just went to sleep. So I want to thank God that He saved me from that. Oh, I'll give the Lord a shout of praise. Let's welcome Lina to come and share her testimony with us. Lina, tell us what happened to you. Hello everyone, I'm Selina and I'm in the choir. My testimony is about how God saved my mom when she was traveling. So it all happened when she was traveling on the way and she met this group of armed robbers attacking a private car immediately before her. So one of the guys in the group was like, she should go back. One of the guys gave her a wave that she should just turn and go back. With one of the armed robbers who was robbing a car told her to go back. So my mom was very shocked and she just drove back home. So It's like you don't understand. The armed robber who was robbing has got another customer and he told her that she should go back to where she's coming from. It's a miracle. Put your hands together for the Lord. Wait, wait, wait. I think she has something to say. So the next morning, around 6 o'clock, she called me and she was like, she wasn't able to continue her journey. She, she was about to be attacked by the, by the grace of God. She came back home. And I told mommy and she was like, we thank God. So I just want to thank God for the prayers of our daddy and our mommy. And she's still alive and I'm fine. Oh, wow, put your hands together. What a powerful testimony. In fact, I tell you, you receive one too. Amen. Let's welcome Rejoice to come and share her testimony with us. Tell us what happened to you. Hello, my name is Rejoice and I'm the elder for IABRC. It's okay. Listen to the testimony. I'm the elder for IABRC Baby Renai Church. Um, my testimony is about how I was saved from a robbery attack on a Sunday morning. I, was, I picked the taxi from gate to yeah, filling station and I was coming and I was holding two bags and a laptop bag. We're going and um, when I sat in the taxi, there was something wrong with the door. I tried to fix it. It wasn't fixed. So I left it and I was sitting in the car. So when we got here and I told the driver I'll get down, he was trying to help me open the door from his seat. Ten, trying to. So we're all trying to open it. So my attention was on the door. Meanwhile, the person sitting by me was going through my bag. So I turned like, like sharp. And I said, hey, what, what are you looking for in my bag? Then this master said, he changed and said, oh, I'm helping you carry all your bags. I didn't, I didn't even wait for him to finish talking. I just grabbed all my bags and my laptop bag and I fled out of the taxi. And I just want to say thank 
you to God and then to the prayers that are in the house. Like it's really covering us because they could have killed something. There were three. They could have even hit my head. I don't know why I had to escape or how I escaped. So I, I, I... Wow, and do you have something to tell somebody who is coming to gathering service for the first time? Like, I think that there's a certain covering in the house, okay? So if you are here, just stay here. I don't know, just stay. Okay. Oh, wow, put your hands together for the Lord. That powerful testimony. Ah, in fact, you can never be robbed on your way to church. How possible? Amen. The next category of miracles, I say you love it. Tell your neighbor that you love it. So I want us to put our hands together for Eugene, Raymond, and Susie who have received miracle money testimony. Recently, we were in a service and somebody said that every time he hears the miracle money testimonies, he has been tapping quietly behind the drums. And one day, an unknown number from nowhere sent him 350 CDs. And the person has never asked him for the money again. So as we are listening to the miracle money testimonies, be quietly tapping behind your seat. Amen. Let's put hands together and welcome Eugene. Come and share his testimony with us. Hi. Um, hi, I'm Eugene and I'm part of the film star. So, so my testimony is about how God has provided for me through the summer star, through the prayers of Bishop Dag and our beautiful mommy here. So coming from the house, this very summer star, something uh, I don't know how to call it happened. When my kids was in high school, my fees and we were paid in school. Suddenly she completed my mandat say Charlie, the man is not there. I'm like, ah, but two people cry repeat, so why? So but God made a way I came, I registered, I'm writing exam, I have a hostel, a nice hostel. And I've been eating. Even yesterday I had a miracle money breakthrough from and I've been going on Facebook to have data. So I want to so I want to thank the Lord for providing for me. Because sometimes I'm there and I'm surprised. Ah, so I've eaten. Where the money come from? I don't know. But I want to thank the Lord for providing for me. Wow, the Bible said when the Lord brought us back and restored our freedom, we were like them that dream. It will be like a dream to you also. Amen. We are together. Let's welcome Raymond to share his testimony with us. Tell us what happened to you. Hi everyone, I'm Raymond and I'm a member of the choir. My, my testimony is about how uh, my life changed after giving an offering. Way back in March, I remember Bishop Eddie was here to have a, a, a convention with us. Yes, a convention with us. Yes. <laughs> he had a convention with us. And I gave an offering by mobile money. And when I gave that money, he told us we are blessed and we are going to receive money electronically. Yes, I remember this prophecy because a lot of us didn't have mobile money at that time. And when he came, he said, go and activate. And some of you here, you are still not going to do your mobile money. How are you going to get your blessings? Listen to the rest of the testimony. Yeah, so after everything, I think I didn't pay attention to the financial, my financial status. So way back in December, just, this, just last weekend, I just had to uh, recall and see whether everything was alright. But I started right from March. I got to know that I have never been broke ever since he said that. I have never, never been broke. Oh, you will never be broke too. I said you will never be broke. Hey, 
put your hands together. Let's welcome Susie. Hello, I'm Susie, and I'm a member of the Coral Choir. So my testimony is is about how um, I received miracle money. Actually, ever since Daddy prophesied that we would have miracle money, I've been expecting it. I always say amen. I tap the blessings on Facebook. Everywhere I can find a blessing, I say amen to it. But I, I had not received anything. This week on Wednesday, I was there when I received a mobile money alert. And the money is was, it's really huge. And I don't know the person who sent it. It was sent from Kingdom Book Stationery. KNUSC campus. Kingdom Books is a commercial area. You have been going there to buy notebooks, but they have never sent you money before. I don't know. I don't know anyone who works there. I don't know anyone. No reference, no number, nothing for even for me to even call and ask. Oh, maybe it wasn't a mistake or something. And so, Jace, I've been waiting to hear or someone call me, and no one has called. I just that it's the money. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. What a powerful testimony. Look. You know, the reason why we listen to testimonies is that the testimony that you hear today is the testimony that will be yours tomorrow. So, as people are receiving money from unknown sources, expect yours too. Amen. That was part one. Tell your neighbor that that was part one. Yes. I want us to take a short break because we have to give out some... Remix. Oh, I said remix. Psalm 107 verse 20 says that he sent forth his word and healed them. The next category of miracles are healing miracles. Every, every month we take the communion... Our father prays for us. Our mother prays for us. And I want us to welcome Oforiwa, Kafui, Comfort, Mr. Thompson, and Sopet to come and share their testimonies with us. Oforiwa, come and tell us briefly what happened to you. My name is Uporiwa and I'm the elder for IUJS We had a word. Um, for some time now, I had peptic ulcer and um, last year, Mami had this convention, uh, Wind of the Spirit convention. When I was coming, I met LP units on the way. She said I should believe that I would receive my healing. So when I came, I really believed. But at the end of the convention, the pain was still there. So after some days, I went to bed and I had a dream that me, LP Ines, and some other people had gone on a retreat. And we were praying. And I entered one of the rooms. There was this demonic figure there. And when she saw me, she started laughing. And I said, oh, she has taken my womb out, so I'll never be fine. And I got angry. I started fighting with her. And then LP came to rescue me because she was beating me. The woman was really beating me. Then she, hey! I said, if you have a shepherd, a demon can never beat you. You need a very, very good shepherd. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. Wait, I, I, I think there's more. Tell us. I went to she was like, ah, for you, I said everything that you fight physically. Some fighters are spiritual, so let's pray. 
So we prayed, uh, and then the woman was being tortured. And then she said, that, Oh, I believe that leave me alone. I won't do that again. And then after I woke up, since that day, I've been fine. Nothing has happened. It's been a year. It's been a year. Today is exactly one year, and I'm so happy. I'm fine. I want to thank my servant and mommy and God for Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. This is not a code. This is a basic altar that has disappeared. In fact, what a blessing. I want us to put our hands together for Vivian. Come and share her testimony with us. Hello, my name is Vivian and I'm a culinary staff. So, um, my testimony is about how God healed me from a breast pain. So, I remember um, it started, I had it um, in first year. And I had to go to the clinic and I was given drugs and then it went away. So beginning of the semester, I came back again. And I remember because of the pain, I had to take a scarf to class to cover myself so that when the pain comes, I'd open my zipper, my bag, and probably open my brain and feel comfortable that the pain would go away. So after class that day, I came back and I checked my phone and Pastor Kojo um, <laughs> had sent me a message. Um, so I opened it and I realized it was a prayer from that so I started playing it. When I was playing it, and then it was like every breast pain, every breast cancer, you are healed from it. So when I heard it, I just restarted it again. And then it started playing all over again, and then I fell asleep. After I woke up, I've never experienced it ever again. The pain is gone. Always. Oh, Would you have listened to such a prayer some time ago? No, not at all. Why? There was a point in my life that I wouldn't relate myself with such things. Like, I wouldn't want to hear anything like that in my life. So, I just want to thank God for this particular time in my life that I find myself in church, that I have pastors who pray for me, pastors who send me messages, prayer messages. And I just want to encourage everyone here to believe in it, that they really, really do work. Oh, give the Lord a shout of praise. The prayers of our Father are working for us here in Kumasi. What a blessing. I want to invite Bunkia to come and share her testimony with us. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Comfort, and I'm part of the Hercom staff. I want to thank God for what God did because I was healed on Friday. See, when, on Thursday, I was talking to a friend of mine, and I, he was asking me that, oh, on, so, on Sunday is testimony, and it's Thanksgiving, rather, and then people will be giving testimony. I won't I give some. I said, see, I believe for that. The testimony I will get, I don't know how it's going to come. But when I came for the Carol's night, I was fine when I came back. Along the line during the service, I was feeling chest pain. As in, I couldn't breathe very well. Nobody knew. Because I was just trying to keep it to myself that it would go, it would go. So while um, it was time for the minister of God to sing, then I came to sit down. So while the um, ministration started, I don't know, it was, it was singing in Chile, so I don't, I don't really understand. I don't know the meaning of the song, but what I just noticed was that something threw me from the floor, and then I flew from the floor, and then I landed on the floor. So, when I, immediately I stood up, like I was on the floor for some time, I was rolling there, I was worshipping God, but when I stood up from the floor, I just noticed I was sweating profusely. But by the time I checked the chest pain, it was gone. The chest pain was gone. Oh, what a blessing. Give the Lord a shout of praise. This is a real miracle. Oh, what a blessing. Thank you so much, Comfort, for sharing your testimony. I think there's more. Let's hear a round up for us. I just want to encourage everyone that is here that any program that mommy lays down, we should always come. For those of you that are here that didn't come on Friday, I'm very, very sorry. Because you never can tell when 
your testimony will come or where your miracle will come. Thank you. Yes, it's very true. Put your hands together. We are in a house where our mother regularly brings us visitors. You know, it's like when you are in a good house, around Christmas and Easter, you go out or you have a special food that, and our mother is just that I want us to put us together for the great vessel of God that he has blessed us with, who brings us special food. What a blessing. Now, I have a special testimony in the house. I want him to come and share it himself. Put us together for Tope. My name is Shamaki Wai I'm the elder of the Masters Green A Church. Alright, um, on last week's Sunday, I was okay enjoying the service. La- last week's Sunday, I was okay enjoying the service. But towards the end of the service, mommy said we should stand up and pray. But I was feeling very dizzy. So I went outside and to get some air, but it wasn't getting better. So I thought I was hypoglycemic. I thought I had low blood sugar. So, yeah. <laughs> So I went outside to get sausage and drink, but still, even coming back to the church was really, really difficult. I was my, one of my eyes had turned to the left, like my eyeball had turned to the left. And I went inside the church and I, I, I lay down there. And for you, I was like, oh, just relax, just relax. Solomon was there too. He was like, just relax. I don't know what happened. I don't know how I got outside. Then I got outside and Pastor Sean came later and was like, what's wrong with you? He was trying to ask me some questions, but I wanted to answer, but I couldn't answer. My speech was already impaired or blood or whichever. I don't know the word, but... <laughs> I couldn't answer the questions. Then he said, okay, just carry him and bring him to mommy's office. I wanted to stand up too. My legs too could not work. So my eye was having problem. My speech was having problem. I could not walk too. So I, they, uh, wait, has this ever happened to you before? Never. I've, I've been sick a couple of times, but never something like this. I've never even seen these symptoms before. So they carried me to mommy's office, and I remember I sat down in the middle of the office, and all the pastors, they started praying for me and started praying for me. And later, Reverend Umi came and said, do this, do this, do that. I, I didn't remember whether I did it or not. <laughs> but I remember they took me to the hospital. And even when they were, I was in the emergency room, even when they put the candle in my hand, I, I didn't remember. I didn't remember anything at all. I got to the ward and um, they were trying to, they gave me drip and everything. Later, I woke up and I saw Dami and Lebanon. They brought me some things and everything. But I didn't, that day, I was not okay throughout. I was some way. But later... And the night, I was getting better. Then the morning of the next day, I was curious to know what happened to me. So I asked the nurse that what happened to me. They said I had um, ME paralysis. I was like, what was ME paralysis? I know the normal sickness that I have, which is some way. But then, that was what I knew. But these symptoms were new. And they said I had ME paralysis. The left side of my body wasn't working. My eye was some way and everything. And when the doctors came around, around 10 o'clock or so that morning, they were like, ah, 21 year old with ME paralysis. That's not normal. That's not okay. And they were like, uh, they were talking. I was just beside where they were. So I stood up and I went to check. And they were like, are you Emmanuel? I was like, yes. But I was, I was fine. I was okay. At that morning, I was really okay. When the doctors came to talk to me, they were like, ah, but you're okay. You're five over five. Then, okay, do this. I could do this. Do this. I could do this. Do this. I could do this. I could do everything they asked me to do. So I was like, okay. Now, what next? Discharge my, let me go. They said, oh, no, we have to do a city. How much is city? City costs about 500 more. I said, ish. 500 more. I don't have more than money. Please. That's money for something else. <laughs> I was like, don't worry, I'm fine. It's just a city, I'm fine. They said, we need to do the city. I said, I'm fine. Though she convinced me, she was like, I was going to do the city. But some way, somehow, God did it in such a way that I didn't even pay for the city myself. The city cost 715 cities. I didn't even pay for it. And they said the doctors um, did something. I don't even know what they did, but I know I did not pay for the city. Uh, <laughs> oh, do you need to understand how your phone works to use it? 
you just press. They said press call to go. You also need to understand how the healing anointing works and miracle money works. Any bill that you have in your life, it is catered for in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So later that evening, they did the city and they checked the city and there was nothing wrong with me. It was a TIA. But my testimony is actually, I could have been in my room that day. I could have not come to church. I could have been somewhere else where there was nobody around. But thank God I was in church that day and there was prayer said over me. And I believe it was the prayers. It was actually the prayers. It was the prayers. Um, Lady, Lady Reverend Joy asked me to um, tell you that on Sunday, on Sunday when I was called outside and I was talking to him, I, my heart. So I came to Lady Reverend and I said, Lady Reverend, Tope has a stroke. That was what he had. Tope had a stroke. The one old people had. And when we took him to, to Lady, Lady Reverend Joy's office, we prayed. And by evening, by the following day, you can see that he's, he's unstroked. So, <laughs> I just, I think that people don't understand the hem, hemi paralysis and all that. He actually, he actually had, a, had a stroke and by the grace of God, he's standing here today. Is it one week. This is a medical doctor. What doctors cannot do, Jesus is doing. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. You don't know what it takes to be healed from a stroke. Are you sitting down like that? This is a powerful miracle. We thank God so much that Temi Sope is here, alive and well. Do you have something to say to the church? Yeah, I just, and yesterday I believe I received my full and complete healing. I am never going to be sick again. I just want to give God the praise. And I want to thank Mommy so much. She has been there throughout everything. Prayers, um, text message, testimonies, getting people to get me food. I just want to thank you. If not because of mommy, I will not be alive today. I want to give God the praise. And I want to encourage someone. If you have a problem, don't keep it to yourself. There's answer in the house. And there's prayers in the house for you. Thank you very much. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. Oh, give the Lord a shout of praise. You will never have a stroke in the name of Jesus. The prayers of our Father are working practically for us. Amen. You may take your seat. Tell somebody that there is still more. We are not lacking miracles in this house. If you are here and you don't have a testimony, eh? ah. the next category of miracles, I love the title. It's called My Long Awaited Promotion. How come? I want you to say to me, My Long Awaited Promotion. How come? You know, a few months ago, our father, the bishop, our prophet, was preaching a message and he said that he titled the series your long-awaited promotion has come and when he started we we're all wondering that what is this controversial message that you are preaching but it has worked practically and i want us to invite desmond jude albert now Kokoy, and jada to come and share their powerful powerful testimonies of how their long-awaited promotion has come and that the testimonies you are hearing right now they will be your testimony tomorrow Every blessing that you hear today is going to appear in your life. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that will happen practically to you. So as we are listening here, believe that I see also. Don't hear Desmond. Hear your name. Amen. I want us to invite Desmond to come and share his testimony with us. Okay, I'm Desmond and I'm in the media team. Okay, so um, my testimony is how... Um, Okay, he said it. My long-awaited promotion finally came. I, I've been in this church for a while, and then I I didn't speak in tongues. So, um, well, it all happened when Bishop 
Oh yes, you'll be surprised. There are people who are in church long and they have been trying and trying and trying. And the time is just not coming. This brother, I know him. He has been coming to church every week. Faithfully serving in the house of the Lord. As you serve faithfully in the house of the Lord, your long-awaited promotion is also coming. Amen. Okay, so when Bishop Baby came and then you prayed for us to speak in town, something but I guess I didn't give a testimony, so it went. <laughs> so, and then I listened to Bishop's message, the Holy Spirit baptism message. And then that night, I was able to speak in tongues. But I, I didn't understand what I was praying for. I didn't know what I was praying for. At least if I pray in English, I know I'm praying for Thanksgiving. Like, I know something. But the thanks, you know, I didn't understand anything. So, it went again. So, uh, because I came to pray after we started expecting to speak in tongues, but I couldn't. So I went for Bishop Morgan's convention at Holy Hill. I don't know what happened. That day, I could speak tongues throughout the whole service. And now, I can speak tongues. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. You said now he can speak in tongues. Maybe you guys don't understand. In Romans chapter 8, verse 26, the Bible says that our infirmity in this life is that we don't know how to pray. And we don't know what we should pray for. But because of the Spirit which enables us to speak in tongues, He is the help. And now His prayer life has changed. Has your prayer life not changed? Sure, sure, sure. So as you believe, your prayer life is changing too. Put your hands together for the Lord. What a powerful testimony. Let's welcome you to come and share his testimony with us. Tell us what happened to you. Okay. My name is Jude and I'm an elder from St. Michael's Church. Okay. I'm here to share a testimony about how my life changed through the gifts of salvation. Okay, before I was born again, I was a very wicked person. Like, you wouldn't like to know me. And then, if you do something to me, I have to return it. Like, so back home, they gave me all kinds of headlines and stuff. And when you come into my drawer where I keep my clothes, you find some sharp objects and stuff. So, sharp objects like what? Some of us don't You will find scissors, and then there's this sharp thing that they put on walls. Like, in the cement, you will find some in my drawer. And then one time I had a quarrel with my sister and then I took out the knife. That I was starving and then the next morning, my mom took me to church and then the pastor laid hands on me. But back then, I, I didn't believe in spiritual stuff, so I was just laughing. Like, ah, what are you doing? So they brought me home and because of my behavior, like my, they didn't want me to go to the boarding house. So 2014, I had admission in Kenya. I said, hey, finally, like freedom has come. And then, you see, when you're coming to school, your parents will advise you and go learn. My mom walked to me and told me that, see, if you go to school and don't give your life to Christ, after, when you are done, you go to hell. Like, when they preach to you, you won't listen. But it struck a nerve, but me, I didn't believe in such stuff. So I came to school, first year, I was just fooling around in Kunti. And then, March 2015, Bishop Dad came on campus, healing Jesus Crusade. Someone invited me and I went. And that day he preached a message like, are you the evil son? I didn't, he didn't push me, he was preaching, preaching, preaching. Then go to a point, he was describing Lucifer. Then it's like he was painting a picture of me. I was like, hey, like stop the preaching, I'll give my life to Christ here, here, here. Then I gave my life to Christ, but after that, like, things became worse. Like, so second year I came off campus, then once morning I just decided I'll go to church. So I was coming and I saw my church, there's a branch here. I don't know, I just passed. So when I got here, I realized, like there was a lot of noise in this chair. I said, oh, let me enter and come and see. And I entered, mommy preached powerfully. And since that day, like that day, 
I, I said, oh, I'll join this church. But the moment I stepped out, I said, I won't come here again. I don't know where they thought was from. Satan was contending for your life, I tell you. Hey, and today, I'm an elder in the church. I'm still in the church. I want to thank God for the gift of salvation. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. I said, are you sitting down like that? This is a real miracle. Somebody who could have knives, scissors, broken bottles, and could pull a knife on his own sister. It's now an elder. There's a miracle. Amen. I want us to put our hands together and listen to Albert's testimony. I tell you, you love this one. Albert, tell us what happened to you. Alright, my name is Albert from the Canadian branch, the first branch, of course. And then with me, Sherrick, I mean. Anyway, so, um, about three or four months ago, if you remember, I had two jobs. I'll give a testimony about it. So, the first job was paying a lot of money and the second wasn't really much. Let me do the comparison for you. The second one, if I multiply the money by three, it doesn't reach the first one. So, you should... You should, you should get it. so I got to a point where I was looking at the but I was like ah I mean drop one so I, I just had the feeling to drop one and I dropped the one that actually paid a lot I mean yeah and then naturally you think that now you're going to suffer I mean yes you're going to struggle but for some reason that's when it's like higher contracts I got a contract from UK some pounds came in after that Contracts from uh, Nigeria, they're paying in dollars. So I'm still in that country, it's a three month uh, project. So it's, I'm still in there. I'm $600 every month is coming in. So it's like. He said $600 every month. Receive your long awaited promotion in the name of Jesus. What? Foreign currency offerings are yours. Hey. Hey. I think there is more. Yeah. So, I mean, now that I've had this, I know that God is able to take care of me, even after the contract ends, just like he did to Elijah, when the water broke finished, he commanded him somewhere else. So I believe that even if the contract ends, he's going to take care of me all through. Amen. The Bible says, take no thought for your life, what you eat and what you drink, but seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. This is a testimony. Let's welcome the Lady Reverend. Please take your seat. I just wanted to underline something that he didn't say. Because I was party to what he was saying. The guy had a high paying job. Are you there? Then he had another job. He says the high paying one. It may take me to Accra. In and out. What will my ministry do? What will become of my church? Then I said, okay, try the lower paying one as well. That's how the two jobs came about. So it's because of what he does in church. That's why he left the higher paying job. And today, God has made a difference. Come on. Oh, give the Lord a shout of praise. He said, oh, I don't know why you are sitting down. This is a powerful testimony. What? What a degree could not do for him. The Lord has done it for him. As he served the Lord. As you also served the Lord. Expect your long-awaited promotion to come. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, I'll bet you are receiving more contracts in the name of Jesus. More foreign currency offerings. Amen. I want us to put our hands together and invite our sister Nakoka to come and share her testimony with us. Nakoka, come and tell us what has happened to you. 
Hi everyone, my name is Nakoko and I'm the elder for the friendship. So um, we came for a prayer service some time ago and Elder John Dag was praying and he said that Please keep quiet and let's listen to the test. And he was saying that there are some elders here, you have a certain barrier in your church. You cannot cross a certain number. He said, there's an elder here, you cannot cross the number 10. And at that time, that was my prayer topic. Because our church, I don't know how, but it wasn't crossing 10. It will get to 10, then it will go to 11, to come back. And that day, I really believed the prayer. And so, for our last service, we really crossed the number. We crossed the number 10. Please give us figures. We like figures. So, on our last day of our service, we crossed our number to 17 with 15 new converts. And I was 15 new converts. We have been going on Sunday yard for four weeks. You couldn't even bring one person to church. She had 15 new converts. Oh, give the Lord a shout of praise. This is a real testimony. And I really want to thank God because it has really been a prayer on my heart. And I want to encourage all of you to be coming for prayer service. And, and be, believing, be believing the prayers. You don't know which one is going to be your solution. Thank you. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. You don't know what it takes to gather people. There are some elders who have been struggling with five and six for the whole semester. I tell you, that day when she put her attendance on the page, we're all... Ah, let's welcome Jada to come and share her testimony. With us. You are going to love this one. Jada and I'm with the sound team. Um, my testimony is about how God caused my long-awaited promotion to come through for me. Um, so I've been wanting to quit my course for like the longest time because I started like okay since it began. Please, what's your course? We are interested. Um, please, I'm doing architecture. I'm in the third year. Yes. And I've wanted to go because like, I felt like, Charlie, this thing is not working. But like my plan B2 wasn't sorting because I didn't know where I wanted to go to and to do something. So I just stayed in it even to third year. But this semester, we're told that like for our team would do an exhibition in my mind. And with the way they told us, it was like it's some small something. You just look at it when you're going to class and you just run to your class. But like we finished the submission. They were like, no, they have to do it big and everything. So there was a contest for it. And the contest, honestly, my work, I wasn't really confident that I would make it. So the requirements for the first one in the class was uh, two sheets and a physical model. I had one sheet and half a model. Because, like, I knew they wouldn't choose me. I was there, they were mentioning names. They mentioned Jada Kotti. I said, are you, are you okay? I just listened. So then I did a new model, did the two sheets, and sent it for the main exhibition. And the week before the exhibition, um, Elder John Dag. <laughs> he sends me a text. He said, "Like go listen to um, your wonderful salvation." For some, it was for something else. But then, at the beginning of the message, Bishop was talking about how um, at first he used to think that we had three answers to prayers, and he quoted jo- um, James four three, saying that um, when you ask, you receive not; for you ask amiss, that you will consume upon your last. So then, when I heard, that, I was like, "Okay, so it means you can't pray for first place." So that one was out. Then around that same time now, mommy just started preaching on faith and all that. So I was like, okay, fine. Since I've been struggling with this course thing, let me just pray that like I'll get a sign that this is what I'm supposed to do. And to the glory of the God, at the end of the exhibition, I made third place. 
third place in a class full of architecture students, some of whom draw a lot. You don't understand the miracle. And that's the first half. I think there is more. And then, not only did I make third place, I qualified to go and exhibit my work in Germany next summer. Please say it again. She qualified to exhibit her work in Germany. Somebody who doesn't like the gospel. Doesn't even have a passport. Is going to Germany next summer, and not only that, I knew God answered my prayer when a senior architect, a well-established architect, told me that, like, look, you're good. Like, just continue in the work and all that. And 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 I'm really so grateful to God, and I'm grateful to God for um, our bishop and for our mommy for the prayers, the podcast. Like, I want to encourage everybody. Look, there's, um, like, every message has something for you. Every prayer has something for you. And don't keep your problems to yourself. Like, talk to mommy, talk to your shepherd, talk to whoever. People will listen to you, and God will bless you. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. You are the next person to travel. Your long-awaited promotion is appearing. Amen. Now. Students, you are going to love this next category. In Isaiah chapter 51 verse 13, the, the Lord said, I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying unto you, Fear not, because I am with you. I want us to put our hands together for examination testimonies. As we invite Richard, Blessing, and Tenewa to share their testimonies with us. Look, if you are in this house, you know that our mother prays for us. You don't walk into an exam room without the prayer of your mother. Unless you are a learner or you are new. You see. So you have to be on a group or have a shepherd or some kind of something that they will get the prayers. Because in this season the prayers are flowing. Every single morning I get mine. I hope you have been getting yours too. I want us to put our hands together as we invite our brother Richard to share his testimony with us. Good afternoon. My name is Richard and I'm from... I'm part of the media team and that's our chorus class. My testimony is about how I had a very smooth and successful project proposal presentation. Now, early this semester, we were given a day to um, do our presentation. Getting to <laughs> about two weeks to the uh, presentation, I started having issues with my supervisor. And the issue was that anytime I send my work to him for corrections, it would be like, you can't present this, you can't do this. There are, so, there are a lot of mistakes in it. And I would be like, sir, please show me exactly what the mistakes are so I'll go and work on it. It'll be like, I want you to identify the mistakes yourself and then bring it back for correction. <laughs> the issue started getting serious. And we all know that whenever mommy is praying, mommy will be like, God, let there be a difference between those who serve in your house and those who do not. So one day I was in my room and I was like, I'm being frustrated for nothing. I know what to do. So I told God that, God, I work in your house. I serve in your house. I can't be frustrated like any other student. So just after saying that, um, I, the Holy Spirit asked me to contact an, one of the elders. And I contacted Elder Sami. I told him... Yes, I told him, this is what I'm going through. Anytime I send my work, this is what my supervisor says. And in fact, to the glory of God, he had time for me. He went through my work with me and we presented as um, a very wonderful work. That is not all. (laughs) 
You are also receiving your double miracle in the name of Jesus. The testimony that you believe is the one that is happening practically for you. Yes. Now, prior to the day of the presentation, I went back to my supervisor and it was like, okay, even though you cannot present this, you go and do whatever you want to do. So I sent mommy a message and I told mommy that I have a presentation. I have a presentation and she sent a prayer. Then in the prayer, mommy said, Richard, just do your best. So this thought ran through my mind throughout the presentation. And in my department, there's this particular lecturer who just come in to frustrate and intimidate students. And then, <laughs> when the presentation started, it were in badges. The first batch consisted of two, uh, two, ten students. And then after the ten students, seven were bounced. As in, their work were, 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 was not accepted. That's 70% of all the people who presented were bounced. They have to go back there, work on it, come back, and by then, exam two was approaching. We need to get this thing off our neck and prepare for the examination. Now, it got to my turn. Then, in my batch, I was the second person. The first person was bounced. And then, immediately, my name was mentioned. That letter walked in. So, <laughs> I was like, God, tie my bow tie. But then I kept, um, I held on to the prayer that mommy prayed for me. That we should just do your best. So I took my time. I had, a, I did a presentation smoothly. Then it was question and answer time. The first question that was asked, I knew very well that question would be asked. I'll be asked that question. So I prepared for it. But the moment I saw the lecturer, in, I got confused. I couldn't answer the question again. So I started beating about the wish. Then the lecturer, that lecturer came in and said, he just stood there and said, oh, that thing that's the right um, answer he has given. <laughs> the Lord is confusing your lectures in the name of Jesus. You will not have a difficult presentation this year. Hey, the prayers of our mother are working for us. They started arguing with the other lecturers. No, I think his work is good. Let's allow him to continue with the work. I think so far he has been the, the best presenter. Let's allow him. So I was like, oh God. Then they asked me to move to my to my um, methodology, how I'm going to analyze my various objectives. And I was like, I just present, uh, showed it on the slide and he came in again and he was like, oh, I think um, how he's going to analyze the objectives are okay. Let's allow him to go. And <laughs> that was it. That was it. So I want to thank God for the, for the grace of God that saw me through and also the, for the prayers of my mommy. I did not mean that like, I'll have asked to come back to do the presentation again. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord for such a wonderful exam miracle. Hey, in fact, if you are in this house, you shouldn't struggle with exams. The prayers come hot and fresh every single morning. Let's invite blessings to come and share testimony with us. Hi, I'm blessing and I'm in the Ashen Ministry. Yeah. My, my testimony is about how God favored me, especially in the exams. And my first morning paper was on Wednesday. And I was well prepared, fired up with faith for a super fantastic A1 paper. Until barely 20 minutes in the paper, when I realized my mobile phone was in my pocket. So, all of a sudden, I became uneasy. I started thinking, I started praying. And, and I didn't know what to do. So, I wanted to tell the invigilator. So, that to prove my innocence. But the, but God came in through for me and he gave me special wisdom. 
rather to change my sitting position. So I lifted up my hands, told the vigilator that the sun was scorching, and he told me to move to the back. So when I moved to the back, I tried on several attempts to put off the phone because the previous night I had set an alarm. And, I, and the previous night he had set an alarm which was going to blow during the paper. And you know the alarm doesn't respond to silence. It will blow. Hey! And it was on the highest volume with vibration. But God being so good, I was able to finish the paper. And what, 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 what? I was able to finish the paper, but something happened about 20 minutes time later. Another guy entered the room and he, his, his, his excuse was that he overslept. And so he was begging the invigilator to allow him to enter. And the invigilator said, according to the school rules, after 30 minutes, you can't enter. So that one reminded me of the wisdom God gave me. Because if I had told him that, he would have said, according to the school rules, out. And by God's grace, I was able to finish. And I know it's still an A1 paper. Amen. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. You know, there's something he didn't add. He said he tried to put his phone off. And when he went outside, he realized that the phone didn't go off. And the alarm also didn't blow. Put your hands together for the Lord. He's interfering in the electronics. Let's welcome our sister Tuniwa to come and share her testimony. Um, I'm Tuniwa and I'm with the still photography. Um, so about about a week or two ago, before our end of term exams, in our faculty we write lab exams. So my lab exam were like three days continuous, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and um, we have a less than twelve hours prior to learn for each paper. And there was this paper, chemistry, and chemistry is not my favorite. Were you good at it in high school? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so um, for this chemistry, I tried studying like. From my last paper ended around two, I tried studying, but then it wasn't going well. I tried like from two to eleven. I still felt empty, so I stopped and then I took my phone, social media, so WhatsApp. I was just scrolling through and I saw my class major my class page, there were messages there. So I just checked one message, then it was like questions from the previous exam and <laughs> So somebody had posted one of their questions from the previous exam. And then there were four questions. And I just looked through. I saw one question. Four functions of the Abbey refractometer. And then... <laughs> take your time. Take your time. <laughs> so I just took... Um, I just opened my... I took my tab. Then I just checked. Refractometer. Whole PDF. I just checked Abbey refractometer. Then I closed the PDF. Then I slept. The next morning when I woke up, Adadani had sent me mommy's prayers from the midterm. So... And we had to finish... I love manuals before you we were able to write the exam. And I was not done with mine. So I was just there and I was like writing my lab manual. I went to the faculty. So I was writing the lab manual and then this senior course mate came. And he, he was just talking, like I'm not writing my lab manual, like a lot of things. And then he was like, he asked me a question. What's the difference between equivalent point and end point? I looked at him and then he didn't say anything. And I refreshed my memory about what it was. And I continued. After I finished with the lab manual, the paper was at one. I finished at 12.53. So I have seven minutes to study for the whole paper. And I didn't have that. So they called us to the exam, the conference room. We were to wait for the call us for the paper. 
then as I was sitting there, I just opened my lab manual and I was reading, but then still nothing was speaking. So I listened to my mid prayer again and um, I was looking at one particular page. It was on optical rotation. I was just looking at it. Um, then we had four, like, four major labs in the semester and I went for about one and a half. I was not really well the semester, so I went for about one and a half. So when I went, they came to call the first batch. My name was not part. About five minutes, they came to call the second batch. My name was not part. Then about 30 minutes, and they came to call the third batch. Then my name was part. I had not really learned anything, and I went there. When I went, the first question was on the question I was looking at when I was listening to my Miss Prayer, the optical rotation. And the second question was on the upper refractometer I checked the ninth before. The third question was the question the senior classmate asked me. <laughs> oh, put your hands together for the Lord. It's like you don't understand the miracle. Hey. Wait, wait, wait. She said that there were four questions. The last question was on what? And the last question was the one full lab I went for the semester. Like the Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. I said, if this is not the miracle, then I don't know what is the miracle. Somebody who was not good in chemistry in school, one, hadn't gone for any of the labs except for one and a half, two, and did he wasn't able to learn for the paper because he was completing a lab manual. And the question that they asked her were the few ones that she knew. I think she said the question herself. On Tuesday, when we came to church, Charisma, our pastor told us that we should confess it, that the question papers should be as if we said them ourselves. And I tell you, if the only thing you have placed is end point and equivalent point, that's the only thing that will come in the paper. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So now, do you have something to tell the church or to encourage us? Yes, um, I want to say that the prayers that mommy sent us, we should really take them seriously. It doesn't matter the time because Mr. them had passed. Like Mr. them had passed. And then he sent me the prayers. And I really believed in the prayers. And then it really helped me. God bless our mommy for all those prayers. Oh, put your hands together for such a powerful, powerful testimony. If you are students here, you are receiving your miracle too. As our prophet comes to stand before us, lift up your amen and receive every blessing, every prophecy. Who is coming from the presence of God comes with words. And those words have the ability to transform your life. Just like when the angel saw Mary, he didn't bring her anything but words. And, he, and she said, be it unto me according to thy word. So as our prophet is coming to speak to us today, you have heard the testimonies for yourself. There is nothing to do but to say amen and to believe in the prayers. So without much ado, I want us to stand to our feet as we welcome the gift of God for us. Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce. Wow. Hallelujah. Oh, I said Hallelujah. Our time is fast spent. We are in our last few minutes of the service. But I want you to thank God yourself. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank Him that in spite of the enemy you are here today. Thank Him. That in spite of everything you are still here and God is still being good to you. Thank Him. Thank him that even though there have been difficult days and ordinary days and some way days and sometimes you were not sure, but because of the goodness of God and because of the grace of God and because of the prayers he's answered, so many things, you are here. 
thank him thank him for his favor thank him thank him and i know he'll favor me because my enemies that try but they couldn't triumph over me yes they did try but they couldn't triumph over me just that line again exam but you passed the others you are still here <laughs> you may have deserved F but he allowed you to have some C's and some D's and you are still here and some people your transcript has only A's in it not because you are intelligent but because he favored you oh thank him some of you you were sick you didn't even finish taking the medicine properly but you are here hey Hey, if it is not favor of God, thank Him, thank Him, thank Him. I want us to just spend. We we are almost closing, but just thank Him, thank Him. Maybe you've not taken time the whole year to thank God. You've only been focusing on what was difficult, on what didn't work, on what was some way. But this afternoon, forget that one and thank Him for what He did do. Thank Him. For what did happen? When I think upon your goodness, hey, think on his goodness this afternoon. And your faithfulness each day. Come on, lift your voice. I want to hear you. To receive the kind of love that you care. But I'm grateful for your mercy. 
when I think of your goodness, oh God. It's your blood that makes a difference ah. in me. Thank you for making a way, oh God. Made a way to enter into your throne. I could not come in your presence. Oh, how could we have come but for you, Lord? I could never sing your song. things and we're going to be out of here hallelujah are you glad that you came to church today just turn your bible with me to luke chapter 17 sometimes when we pause to give god thanks we think it's just something that we have chosen to do but don't make that mistake let's go to luke 17 i'm reading from verse 11 and it came to pass as he went to jerusalem that he passed through the midst of samaria and galilee and as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go and show yourself to the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back. And with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at, face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found they, that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go your way. Thy faith has made thee whole. I just want to pull out some one, two, three. Tell your neighbor one, two, three. One, two, three things that I need you to see. The first thing I want to say to you in verse 12 is that the people were lepers. The guys were lepers and they stood afar off. And in case you don't know, as you are sitting here today, you are actually a leper. A leper is, you see, leprosy, it, it, it referred to a sickness for which there was no cure. And you and I, 
are spiritual lepers. What do I mean by that? There is no cure for sin. I said there is no cure for sin. Your lying that you have told. Can you go and stand in the pharmacy? Please, where are my pharmacists in the house? Where are you people? <laughs> Just wave at me, pharmacists. Please, if you are sitting by one, ask them that. Please, this your whole store that we have been seeing. Which one can we buy for the removal of sins? Have they given you a name? Ask them that what year are they? If they say they are second year, tell them you have maybe you have not come far. Let me look for somebody in the sixth year. Sixth year. There's a fifth year. Eating. He cannot produce. The... <laughs> hey. You see, these guys, they had a certain condition. When you have leprosy, you stand afar off. You see, I am referring to you because some of you don't know why you should thank God. You are looking for money, but you've had something better than money. If God had not forgiven us through the blood of Jesus, we couldn't have come close. I know people who cannot enter a church because they have not understood. And they say, oh, I'm not perfect enough. Hey, we are sorry. Now, who is perfect? Ask your neighbor, who is perfect? Who is perfect? As you are here, are you perfect? If you are perfect, state it so that we understand that Jesus Christ has returned. Oh. You see that all of us shelling. Tell your neighbor, all your holiness shelling. No, if you remove Jesus from it, shelling. If you remove Jesus, because we are sitting here only because the blood of Jesus has washed us. If you can't thank God for anything, thank him for the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Some of you, you were born like angels. When you came on earth, you were like an angel, behaved like an angel. So maybe you don't understand. But those of us who came on earth and we became sinners and we know how we were. I said, we know how we were. When I was on campus, the truth of the matter was that. And I came from a proper home. So don't make the mistake. Because some people, they have the excuse that it was home that was not proper. I didn't even have that excuse. But if I say that from 1980 when I entered Lagos to 1984, if I say that, it should have been 83. Rawlings made it one more year. 84. If I say that Sunday morning, I'll remember God. I'm lying. <laughs> if I say that, I remember how the inside of chapel, I'm lying. I'm lying. And now, what about school? Oh, you don't understand what I'm trying to say to you. There are so many times I say to myself that, Lord, if I'd had a church on campus, if I'd had a pastor on campus, Maybe you, maybe some, because me, mom, when I arrived on campus, look, I said, eh, hey, my father is the type who closes at 6 o'clock. I said, eh, hey, nobody's locking door at 6 o'clock. Eh, hey, life, what is life? I'm coming to taste this. Whatever it is, may my hey. I tell you, it's only the grace of God that the guys didn't like me and come alive, I say. <laughs> are you in the house? We are left. So me, mom, dear, I don't know about you. But my first thanks to God is for salvation. How I even got saved, I don't know. Bishop Dagen is people who come and then they are preaching down there. And I'll tell my roommates, actually, in those days, please, we're only two in a room. In those days. But we were eight friends, so we're always in and out. And when I hear them, I say, look at these people. If they make a mistake and knock the door, it will not be you. My gangways will come. Well, sure. Somebody has brought salvation. You are there. Doing away. By the grace of God, they never came. 
I'm saying by the grace of God because I never displayed any God the child. I thank God. Otherwise, I'd have had to be apologizing by now. But I remember <laughs> when I finally gave my life to Christ, one of those, my eight friends, she told me that, hey, because when I came back to campus, it was at the end of my years and I was coming back for national service and I knew that my only survival would be in telling all these my friends that I'm born again. <laughs> when I told them, each one had something different to say. But I remember Vanessa because she was worse than all of us. Hey, Vanessa. She was worse. We said that we're not collect, but she did. Her level of not collectiveness. And then Vanessa looked at my face and told me that, hey, if you have been saved, then, then there's hope for all of us. Tell your neighbor, I don't know your story. But once I was a leper, once I was a sinner, hey, once I was blind, but today I see. Hallelujah. I thought you'd have been putting your hands together for Jesus. Amen. So I want you to see that and just identify with these guys. Now, the Bible says that they lifted up their voices. They saw Jesus and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us up until today. That's all Jesus is waiting for us to say. Yeah. Till today. Till today. That you see yourself for who you really are. And you say, Jesus, have mercy on me. I have preached so many sermons in this church and I've said so many things to you. And there are some of you who up till today you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I don't know what you are waiting for. Where will you find salvation from? Until you can just say, have mercy on me, Lord Jesus. Until you can say it, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Hey. Hmm. So they came. I also need you to see that. As for asking the Lord for mercy, people do it. So many people pray when they are in trouble. Mm, even unbelievers. Are you there? You should be in one of our internal flights. <laughs> when a storm or some turbulence or some something is coming, you will see whether they are Christian so. Traditionally so. Baha'i. Some people that don't even want to mention their own. Whatever they are, you will hear them saying, Jesus. 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 Yeah. When it comes to the end of things, they know the name of Jesus. These guys all call Jesus. But the only thing I want to bring to our notice today is this. Jesus, he told all of them, just go and show yourself to the priest. Going to show yourself to the priest means you've been healed. Now the scripture says, and this is the person I want you to look at. Verse 15. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his feet, on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. What does it mean? The Samaritans of that day are like the unbelievers of today. Do you understand? They were people who had come about, even the very tribe had come about through incest. Yes. Some girls who had raped their father, that's their children. Uh-huh. So they were, how the Jews were supposed to be pure, they were the exact opposite. Are you getting me? And sometimes, people who don't even know our God and don't, 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 don't relate to him in any way, sometimes they are more diligent to give him thanks than we do. We the children of the house. But today I pray that your thanks will be coming from the inside of you. 
Hallelujah. And that you will turn back. And you see, what Jesus said should somebody ask. Where are not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? And so it shows you that the Lord expects your thanks. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? It was as if this one man was doing something special. But not knowing that Jesus expected that when he has done something for you, he will give him thanks. Do not be of the generation or the kind of people who concentrate on their problems and concentrate so much on what they do not have that they forget to thank him. Yeah. That's why today, I said anybody who has a testimony, they should allow them to come and say, can you not see that some of the testimonies? In fact, the testimonies were also wonderful. Yeah. Also, how can you be there? They say, come and do love. You don't go, uh, when you go one, one and a half. Eh? Then God makes sure that that's one. The one you went, that's the one that's in the paper. Do you deserve it? You don't. But he lets it happen. Are you in the church or you have traveled? Some of you, your quiet time, the whole year, if we put it together, you have only done it for one and a half months. But he has not yet. <laughs> He has not accused you. He has not abandoned you. You still talk to him and he still... If I you cry, you are even better. Somebody hasn't done it at all. Some people, the whole year, three weeks. Uh, you just say it's only three weeks of quiet time. My God. We are saying thank you today. Hallelujah. Are you with me? We are saying thank you today. And I am praying that your thanks are from inside of you. I thank God for all of you. I thank, Oh yeah, I thank God for all of you. Hallelujah. I thank God for your, the fact that you just come and you just flow and that young man, young lady, you want to serve God. It's not normal in case you don't know. Mm, why am I saying it's not normal? Because you know where the others are. Hey, Sunday special. They are eating and they are drinking. But you are here. Meanwhile, the same hot blood is in you. God bless you. I said, God bless you. Yeah. Those of you who work to make the church work, God bless you. Yeah. Are you in the house? Those of you who sing, sometimes you bend the song, but you also make us happy. <laughs> Those of you who dance, sometimes you are dancing and your mail has come. But thank you for dancing. You have added some flavor. Are you there? Those of you who usher, Hey, sweeping the hall, doing various things. God bless you. Are you there? Technical people, the most blasted group in the church. God bless you double because you are so here. Oh, media guys, you are blessed. You see, you don't think about it. But when you do, you will see that there's so much to thank God for. That's why I am saying that I thank you. I know churches. You see, I asked somebody to do something. The person told me, I beg you, I would have released the guy, but in my whole years in this church, he's my only instrumentalist. I've got only one. I thank God for the instrumentalist, because there are quite a number. If this one is not there, there's another one. If that one is not there, they just... Uh, is this a good thank you, or it's not a good... Yeah. Yeah. What are you thanking God for? Yeah. I thank God for those of you who come on time and those of you who come late. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if some people didn't come late, who will sit outside? It just... <laughs> Assuming that at 10 o'clock everybody has arrived. What will we do? Because we have not yet been able to expand our room. So that's why I said thank you for those who came early 
Hey, those who came late. And it's why you come late, Charlie. It's but we still love you. Hallelujah. That's why we are, I believe that next year by now, we will not be struggling like this. Ah, I believe it. I believe it. That God would have expanded our house for us. Hallelujah. And so today, give thanks to God and, and allow your thanksgiving to have weight. You can see that Jesus appreciated this one person who came back. Hallelujah. We thank you. It is coming from my heart. Thank you to you, Lord. For all the things that you have done. I'm grateful for it as well. I give you the praise. We are taking an offering to me. It is coming from my heart. Joy. Praise and thank you to you, Lord. For all the things that you have done. I'm grateful for your love. I give you the praise. with you for this last week of exams but before I do that hold on hold your seat well the next thing I have to do I don't know whether I'm happy or I'm sad I think it's a, a mixture of both but the time has come for us to say goodbye to Lady Pastor Eunice <laughs> Lady Pastor Eunice has been here from in fact about from 2011 sometime in September when I felt that the spirit of God was leading me to start a student service she, Pastor Ashong, and three other gentlemen who have finished school were the five people that I called to my office and I asked them, will you help me? That first Sunday, we brought 49 students to church. I think it is befitting that the Lord has gathered for you a crowd to say goodbye. Stand to your feet. I want you to stand to your feet and I want you to pray a prayer. Lady Pastor Eunice is going to join her husband in Guinea. 
Hey, please, we can't see you. You are too short. Come and stand on the stage, la. <laughs> I want you to pray for her. What would you have wanted us to pray for you? If you were leaving what you know, what you're familiar with, to go and do the bidding of the Lord and at the same time to start your married life. What would you want to be said? Pray that over her. Some of you, she has chased you. But for her, you wouldn't be in church. Some of you, she has encouraged you. Some of you, she has lifted you up when you were down. I speak as a pastor. I have had Aaron's and hers to hold up my hand. And she has been the chief of them. Pray. I can't hear. This whispers, I don't know how far they will go. But lift up your voice and pray. I want to ask the pastors to join me here as we pray. Pastors, just join me. Father, thank you. This Thanksgiving Sunday, I want to say thank you. There are so many ways to leave, Lord, and some people leave under a cloud. Some leave under a shadow. Some leave before time. Some leave when they shouldn't have. But I thank you that this leaving is a leaving unto glory. Thank you that you married Eunice off to our brother Reverend Franz. Thank you for the honor. Thank you for calling her into the ministry. And thank you for marrying her off to somebody who is in the ministry. Thank you that if she has hundreds or thousands of souls behind her, Lord, as she goes, it's turning into 10,000. Hundreds of thousands. Thank you. Thank you for the years you have given to us for the things she has taught us and for the things she has brought in the house. Personally, I thank you for the times she has spoken to me when I didn't know what to do. When she has taken the lead and even shown me that this is what would work. I thank you. As she goes, Lord, we bless her. We bless her. We ask that you will lift her up far above what she has expected. We pray, O oh God, that you will open doors for her as she goes to Guinea. May she fit into her place in the ministry in Jesus' name. I pray that you give her a house of the time she has never dreamt that she will be the mistress of in Jesus' name. I pray for sweetness in her marriage. Something she has never expected, let it be in that marriage in Jesus' name. I pray for children of the womb, fruits of the womb in due time in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh God, that as she has helped me, may she find ten helpers like herself waiting for her at the other end in the name of Jesus. Grant her help in her marriage. Help in her home. Help in her ministry. Help in her work. Father, this afternoon, I call forth a job that gives foreign currency for her as she goes in the name of Jesus. I pray she will never return home for a funeral. She will return home for celebrations in the name of Jesus. Father, we send her forth this afternoon under the cloud of your glory and with thanksgiving we bless you may the lord bless you may he keep you may he lift up his eyes upon you may he do you good and may he bless you more than you could ever have thought weeping may tarry for a night but joy comes in the morning we thank you because we shall see it in jesus name amen and amen God bless you. You want to take your seat? Hallelujah. Amen.
I prophesy to you that we shall be going for holidays in Guinea. Going and coming. I see to Guinea. Oh, how many of you will be going? Hey! I said, I see some people. Because of Ghana, Guinea, you'll get passports. We shall be going and coming in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Are you glad you came to church? Wow. It's not been an easy Thanksgiving service, but we are thankful. Amen. The next time we meet, it will be with even more beautiful stories. Amen. Oh, if you are clapping, clap well. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Powerful. Uh, what was the last thing I was supposed to do? Ah, this I should pray for your exams. Forgive me for forgetting. Amen. I believe that the second week of exams is going to be more powerful than the first. Some of you, you are still falling sick. But I banish every sickness in the name of Jesus. I declare that it is lifted off you right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that the hand of God is stretched out over you in Jesus' name. I speak to your memory. Let it be more retentive even than it is now. May you remember what you have read in Jesus' name. And may he give you the wisdom to reproduce it in the name of Jesus. Father, I come against and I pray against error. Human error. Let nobody forget their ID card, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let nobody carry their mobile phone into the room in the name of Jesus. Let nobody be talking at the wrong time in the name of Jesus. But let your favor come upon your children, oh God. I pray that you will help them in this last week of exams even more than before. Deploy your angels. Deploy your angels. Deploy your angels. Deploy your angels even now. Ministering spirits, oh God. When they sit down to study, let their strength be more than enough in the name of Jesus. I call forth A's, oh God. I call forth A's, oh God. I call forth A's, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God, let it be. I speak to some averages this afternoon. I command those averages to go up in the name of Jesus. Go up in the name of Jesus. Go up in the name of Jesus. Let it be, O oh God. Let it be. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for those who have served you in your house. I remind you of your word in Malachi chapter 3 and verse 18. That you will make a difference. Between them who serve you and them who don't. I pray for others who are part of the house. Who are also trying to do their best. Remember them, oh God. Watch over your children. Let it be well with them. In Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen and Amen. God bless you.